How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news updates. It is uh, Tuesday, October the 27th, and we have some interesting stories today. Let's kick things off with Facebook. So Facebook has announced that it is going to be joining Google, Amazon, and Microsoft by creating their own game streaming service. However, unlike things like Stadia and Luna, they're taking a much different approach. They're not going to be trying to get core gamers with AAA games or indie games that you would see on PC or console. Instead, they are using free-to-play mobile games, which, of course, up to this point, you need to download it from the App Store, right? Now they're saying, hey, we're going to be able to stream those games. So the basic idea here is that it's going to be heavily integrated with advertisements placed on the site. So what they want to do is have developers create a playable advertisement where somebody can click it and then just immediately start playing the game. Instead of having to switch over to the App Store, log in, read all the reviews, download it, see if they actually want to play it. Now they can just click the button and they're immediately playing it. Now, it's not just uh, the games that are different from the other services, but it's also a totally different business model. There is no subscription here. There's no paid games. They are going to be getting their revenue by taking 30% of all in-app purchases that happen through Facebook on a PC browser. So anybody who happens to stream an advertised game through Facebook on a PC, 30% of the revenue that you spend in that game goes to Facebook. Otherwise, uh, if you're doing it on your phone, then the money's just going to go to Google on Android. And they actually aren't going to be supporting this on iOS. And that's pretty common with Apple and, you know, gaming services. So there you have it. I know I don't talk about mobile games very often, but certainly this is going to be, uh, I think, a really interesting use case for the technology. The whole reason why cloud gaming is really a thing is because it's so frictionless. And this is Facebook really making use of that. I still think we're a pretty long ways away from cloud gaming. You know, we need a lot of people to really catch up in terms of internet infrastructure. But I also think that it's an inevitability of our future as gamers, and these companies obviously want to be ahead of that curve. The vehicular combat game Destruction All-Stars has been delayed to February 2021, after originally being planned as a PlayStation 5 launch title. When the game does launch in February, it is also going to be offered as a free game through the PlayStation Plus service for a couple of months. And so anybody who pre-ordered it for this upcoming release when it was supposed to come out in a couple of weeks, they're going to be automatically refunded. And it's interesting because then if you start looking at the PlayStation 5 launch lineup, it leaves just one game that is exclusive to the PlayStation 5 for anybody buying it on day one. That's the Demon Souls remake. Destruction All-Stars was going to be another one. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is also going to be there, but that's also going to be available on the PlayStation 4, so... And that's not to say that there's nothing that's going to be playable, right? That's just the exclusives. There's a number of third-party games that are going to launch around that time. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Godfall, and obviously all of the backwards compatibility. But nonetheless, there it is. Okay, and our final story... Uh, the Metroidvania Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is going to be heading to iOS and Android as a premium game. It's Bloodstained heading to mobile. Uh, they've redesigned the game to include on-screen controls, and it's going to include all of the content that is in the original game. No word yet on a release date, but I imagine it's going to be sometime soon. Now, if you haven't heard of or had the chance to play Bloodstained, it is a great spiritual successor to Castlevania from one of its original creators. And, you know, I think it is fairly simple to control, so I would imagine it's going to work pretty great on mobile. I encourage you to check it out. Okay, folks, there you have it. 
Uh, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'd also like to give a huge shout-out to Matt for leaving me a five-star review. Greatly appreciated. And hey, I'll be back in a few moments for the TGO After Show. Folks, in case you don't know, if you would like to hear more from me every single day, I do do another three-minute-ish show uh, that takes place directly after this one. It's called the TGO After Show. And it's basically my opportunity to expand on what happens in the world of video games or in my own life. If you'd like to hear it, just go to your ALEXA app, go into the Flash Briefings settings, and it's just going to be automatically be there, ready to be enabled. You don't have to go searching for it or anything. Anyway, that's all for today. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Oh, hello there. Welcome to the TGO After Show. You heard me uh, promoting the after show at the end there. And I just like to remind people every now and then, you know, people really loved the Sunday show where I talked about my grandfather. And I think it's more common that I would do something like that on the after show, right? So figured people might be interested. But it's cool, you know, the after show, in case you haven't heard me mention it before, uh, if you're listening to this right now, you're actually part of a pretty, I'm just going to call it an elite club because about 10% of my listeners of the main show listen to the after show. So, you know, it's something like 1,500 to 2,000 people listen to the main show, and then 150 to 200 people listen to the after show on ALEXA. For, on the podcast feed, I don't know who, how many people are sticking around for the after show, because it's all one episode. And that actually makes me really happy, you know? The fact that people have actually stuck around on the after show is something that really surprised me. And now I'm just kind of happy. It's like on the main show, I got my news presentery voice and, you know, I talk about all those interesting news items and then now I can mellow out. I can talk about what's going on, you know? I like having that with a smaller audience. Anyway, uh, folks, I speaking of game streaming, I didn't realize this, but they ended up putting out a demo for Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's the newest game from Ubisoft, uh, which is basically Breath of the Wild, but with Greek mythology. That's the elevator pitch. And they did it exclusively through Google Stadia. So I was like, oh, okay. I kind of had my eye on this game. So I went over to Google Stadia and I totally forgot just how easy this was. I clicked play demo and then I was playing the demo. You know, you didn't have to download it. You didn't have to log in anywhere. It was awesome. So anyway, it was like 45 minutes and it could have been longer if I decided to, you know, look around the world. But I pretty much just streamlined the task that they put me on. And I got to say, I was really skeptical because I thought that this was going to be a Ubisoft take on Breath of the Wild that was going to stink, but it's actually pretty good. If the demo is representative of the overall game, uh, people are in for a treat. And the formula really works, I think, for what Breath of the Wild is. My two biggest gripes with Breath of the Wild is the, uh, the weapon degradation, which I'm sure is not a uncommon complaint, and as well as the movement. I think Zelda games in general tend to be pretty clunky, and that ends up being pretty annoying for me. And so what Immortals does really well is movement. Gliding around the world, running, you know, just navigating the climbing mechanic, everything. It just feels so smooth. And I was really happy with that. Now, what I wasn't the happiest with was kind of the backdrop that they've put it on. I was really excited for this backdrop, actually, because, you know, it's Breath of the Wild, but with Greek mythology, there's so many cool things you could do with that. But it ended up becoming like this farce, I guess you could call it. The dialogue was very meta. They were like referencing the fact that it was a demo or something like that. I think at some point somebody made a Sixth Sense reference saying, I, I see dead people. It was it was very meta and and comedic and cartoonish. So the dialogue wasn't my favorite. And I'm sure some people are going to love it. You know, 
Like, it wasn't bad. I might just have some whiplash because I'm playing so much Hades, which is also Greek mythology, and they take that so seriously, right? They're so true to the to the myths and just giving it some weight. But in this case, it was very, I don't know, lofty. But uh, anyway, if you are able to play Stadia with a stable internet connection, then I do encourage you to check out that demo. It's only available until Thursday because it, it was a pretty good time. I had a good time with it. And I, I'm excited to see how it's received in the final release. I hope it goes well. Anyway, folks, uh, that's going to wrap us. Until next time, farewell. <laughs>